Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. City Life, what's going on? We are at retreat, planning and preparing for all God wants to do in and through us. And so we're dreaming, and behind us is Lake Michigan. And today, you have a special treat. I believe one of my heroes is going to be sharing Chanel, the one and only, in just a moment. But I want to personally invite you, after the second service, we have Get Connected. If you've ever wanted to make City Life your home, be a member, join the dream team, learn more about the story of City Life, come after the second service. We have food, child care, and it's a great time carved out specifically for people that want to get connected. Anyways, let's give right now for one of my superhero people in the faith, mother, wife, grandma, city leader, gospel carrier, rapper for Jesus, also known as Miss Reality. Give it up for the one and only Chanel Henry right now. Get to your feet, city life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Let's worship God some more. He's worthy. He's worthy of our praise. God, you're almighty God. You're a holy God. You're a giving God. You're a God of all comfort, a God of all grace, a God of loving kindness. When you're mourning, he will comfort you. When you're grieving, he comforts you. When you're lost, he'll give you direction. When you're hurting, he'll make you feel so good. When you're confused, he brings clarity. When you feel unappreciated, he ought to make you feel very much appreciated. God is amazing. God is love. God is mighty. So let's praise him one more time. He's worthy. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. All right. You can have your seats. God is so good. He is so worthy to be praised. There are so many reasons to praise God. But the only reason I need to praise him is because he's just good. His love is good. His presence is good. His forgiveness is good. His mercy is good. We serve a loving, holy, and just God. So if you're here today and you need deliverance, maybe you need deliverance from addictions, God is a God of deliverance. Maybe you've been mourning and grieving and so hurt. God will help to comfort you. Maybe you're lost. God will give direction. There's deliverance in his name. There's power in his name. There's direction in his name. There's forgiveness in his name. He is a worthy God. Give it up for Jesus. Yes. So I'm out here again. I just ministered at 10 a.m. And after you minister, those that minister know it kind of feels like a half marathon. But when you do a second service, it feels like a whole marathon. So I need y'all to do this real quick because I'm hot. Thank you. I need some more from this side. Help me out. All right, I'm going to make it. But God is so good. Yesterday, I twisted my knee randomly. And I'm like, Jesus. I mean, sharp pains on the right side of my knee. I didn't share this with the morning service. Sharp pains. And I was a little wimp because I had a few tears drop. Like, Lord, I got to share tomorrow. Ice, ibuprofen. And prayer. Your girl was able to still wear some heels this morning. Clap it up for Jesus. I'm healed. 
I'm healed. I'm telling y'all, I didn't think I was going to make it. I could barely bear weight on my right knee. This is for real. I thought I was in trouble. But I'm healed of the Lord, and I'm speaking it over my life. So where two or three are gathered in his name, there Jesus is in the midst. So Jesus is here. Thank you for showing up for the one and only Jesus. He's in our midst. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So I hope that all of you guys feel free. Please feel free to say amen when you feel like saying amen. Feel free to stand up and say, you better say that. If you feel like standing up saying, you better say that. Feel free to clap. Feel free to run. Be free. Be free. Because I've been told that it's okay to be me by Pastor Jerome. So I'm here today to be me. All right? I hope y'all ready because I'm showing up about to be me and crack the enemy in his head. I thank the Lord. We about to crack him in his head. Some of y'all are like, dang, she pretty bold. I mean that. Whom the sun says free is free indeed. So be free. The Lord starts us off fresh every morning. His grace and his mercy is new every single morning. So he started us off fresh this morning. It's a fresh new day. It's a fresh new hour. And it's a fresh new year. 2020 Make some noise for 2020. Speaking of 2020, I'm going to put on these so I can see 2020. For real. All right, so welcome our guests here that are here today. Put your hands up if this is your first or second time to City Life. All right, welcome. I see you, sis. I see y'all. Welcome. I see y'all. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome. I see you, cousin. Thank you also for my guests that came out to support. I love you all. Thanks for coming. I am not the pastor of this church. Pastor Jerome is an awesome pastor. He calling me superhero. Quit it. Pastor Jerome, truly superhero. Uh, and I'm grateful. I am honored to stand in his stead while he and all the staff are away on a retreat. I am humbled and I am honored to be here to bring forth the word. So thank you for coming. Make sure that you come back. And y'all came to church on Super Bowl Sunday. Somebody love God for real. Super Bowl Sunday, I had a cousin say, Chanel, I really want to come and, and support you, cuz, but it's Super Bowl. I'm like, dude, the game don't start till, what, 5 or 6 o'clock? <laughs> Anywho, welcome to church on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I love city life. Make some noise for city life. <laughs> Loving on the city one person at a time. I love y'all. Thanks for what you do in the city of Lansing. I remember being at Silver Bells um, last year, a couple months ago last year. I was at Silver Bells. It was cold. The parade was a little lame, if I can be honest. Just a little lame, just a little bit. And I heard this music bumping, and I looked up like, oh, it's the City Life truck banging, lit up. I thought I saw Jesus. I was like, oh, City Life. And lo and behold, I looked down like I had on my... Love the city t-shirt. I texted around with Crystal like, look, look where I'm at. Look what I got on. And guess who just drove by? The city life truck. So, yes, I love you, city life. Thanks for all that you do. I'm going to pray real quick, and we're going to get started. Uh, I am Chanel. You probably heard that on a video. I am not the pastor of this church. I am the guest speaker today, so thanks for coming. Please come back and hear Jerome and the other leaders that will go forth. All right, let's pray. God, thank you for being God. Thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for revealing truth to our hearts on a daily, God. Thank you for loving us right where we are. I ask, God, that you will comfort every individual that is hurting 
every individual that is confused, that is lost, God, and even those that are inspired to go further. Thank you for your word today. I pray that you will speak through my heart and through my lips. As you've given this message to me first, I submit and obey to pour it out to them. And we believe it by faith that it is done. We come against the enemy, Satan. His plans are aborted over our lives. He is a loser, and we win in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap it up, clap it up. Man, as Jerome would say, if he were here, you are loved, you belong, and you have purpose. And I say to you, you belong, you are loved, and you have purpose. And that's what God says to you. You are loved, you belong, and you have purpose. I am so humbled and honored to be able to stand before you. To share the good news of Jesus Christ, whether it's for one or 100, I am always honored to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Because it was once good news that I once rejected and neglected. Good news that I ducked and dodged. I told them earlier, the earlier service, you know, being a Christian don't mean that people don't annoy you. Some people just like, oh, God, they're so annoying. Here they come. I was at work yesterday, and it was a guy, nice guy, but I'm like, not today. I come out the bathroom, his back was turned, I hit a left, not today, dodging him. Ever go to the store and you looking rough? Like, dang, I hope don't nobody see me. You be ducking behind the cereal, like, dang, I'll show coming this out. I just want to come and get some bread real quick, ducking and dodging. That's what I did. I was ducking and dodging the call of God. I was ducking and dodging truth. I was ducking and dodging the Lord, y'all. I've never been arrested in the natural, but I was arrested by the Holy Spirit. I was captured by his love. His love pursued me to a point of surrender. His loving kindness is what drew me to repentance. The word says, with thy loving kindness, I will draw thee. That godly sorrow, it was a point, it's like I keep running. I, he just keep giving me these passes and he still loves me. It's like, I'm just tired of running. He was dealing with my heart in so many areas. Sin is what offends God. I lived a lifestyle of offending God all the while professing that I had my own relationship. I ain't prostituting. I ain't killing nobody. He know my heart. My heart was far from him. It was evil in all of its ways because I was running from him and neglecting, living a lifestyle of sin, lifestyle of offending God. But I surrender. Thank you, Father, for giving me the gift to speak. I seek your knowledge and wisdom. It's the principal thing. And in all thy getting, got to get understanding. Relate, meditate, never debate what you instruct me. Teach me in a way which I should go. Guide me with your eye. I'm giving you all control. And if I'm moving too fast, allow me to slow. Direct my every step to live out what you already know. Because no good thing would you withhold from those who walk uprightly. Blessed will we come and go. You see, Christ is in me and he's here to stay. Finally, I answered to the voice of the Lord and obeyed. Told me to follow him and he'll lead the way. 100% behind him. Nothing but better days. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. The Lord God is a sun and shield. Spirit filled. Giving you praise all my days. With everything in me to conquer your ways. Yes, Christ is in me and he's here to stay. 
a guiding light for Christ. Yeah, that's right. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But he that hearketh into counsel is wise. The spirit of pride, blind, easy to compromise. I once thought I had it made just living. Dreams with no vision. Had two ears to hear but not listen. Then came conviction. I was tired of running, had nowhere else to run, so that now I'm let go and let God. Took up the cross, died to the flesh, lost what was holding up my blessings. Now I'm free as can be, no stress, no mess, competitions or contests, perpetrating, contemplating. Should I, should I, could I, what if I trickered the enemy, but guess what? He fleed from me. Cut off, done with, he's so hot, mad, burning up, but guess what? I acknowledge him not. Nothing even you try to plot to keep me from my pops. I thank daddy every day for correcting me, for changing me, for loving me, for saving me. Drawing nigh to him and he drew nigh to me. Now I'm complete, lacking nothing. Seeking him first in his righteousness and all things are added unto me. And how often awesome it is just to be in his presence. How awesome, awesome it is just to be in his presence. Hallelujah. Just to be in his presence. I've traveled to many places in the world, not everywhere, but many. And baby, when I tell you there is no place more beautiful than being in the presence of the Lord. It is such a beautiful place. I thank him for taking me as an orphan and clothing me with his righteousness God did that. I tried to figure it out on my own, masquerading, thinking I had it all together, pretending as if I had it all figured out. But God, capture me with his love. I was on a run, but that godly sorrow. Now here I am, a delegated official, believing the truth, learning and growing. Now I can be able to share with others. What? What's so good? It's so good. Delegated official, a jar of clay here to serve, just a servant. No different from the person that may have greeted you at the door. No different from the person in the back working the slides. No different from the girl on the organ playing. Servants of the Most High God. In whatever capacity he calls us to, he calls us to serve. He does not call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. God called me to this thing. He called me to this thing. I was at work preparing, and I saw a guy I hadn't seen in a while at, at work. And he's like, oh, I told him about I was preaching here today, two services. His eyes got big. Oh, oh you've you been ordained? Wow, you've been ordained? For those of you that don't know what ordained means, it's giving orders and release to go and preach. God ordained me. No, I didn't go to a school. I didn't get a degree. But God called me to this, and he saw me fit to minister, whether it's in the bathroom, at the restaurant, on the stage. I'm about that life. So I'm here today to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. And bless his heart, he didn't mean anything wrong. But some people think you got to, like, there is an order. Trust me, there's an order. I believe Pastor Jerome would just let anybody come up. Right? Any pastor. There is an order. But when God has a call on your life to do a work and work in a certain vocation, so be it, it shall be. So I'm humbled today, so humbled. And just like Paul spoke, woe is me if I don't preach the gospel. The way the Lord snatched me out long as I ran, and it's so good. Woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. And also, as Paul said, that is not in eloquence of speech or superior wisdom, but it's in demonstration and power. I pray that you feel this word today. 
I feel that you recognize the demonstration because it is only by the power of the Holy Spirit that I am able to pour out. I have so much more to learn. I have so much more to grow. I do desire to one day go through theology school. Hallelujah. It shall be in his timing. But I'm waiting on him for that. But I'm excited to be able to share what thing I do know is Jesus Christ died, his death, and his resurrection. He rose and he lives and he lives in me. Does he live in you? Make some noise if he lives in you. That's a beautiful thing. Apart from him, I'm useless. I'm fruitless. I'm helpless. Worthless. And I know that because it was a point where I was apart from him and I had no power. I bear no fruit. And I sure enough needed help. But because of God and his love that pursued me, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He don't make nobody love him. He won't make nobody serve him. But what he does is draw you. And it's the Holy Spirit that draws you. So there's some people here today that feel like, you might feel like, you know what, I feel like I'm being drawn. Never neglect or ignore that. Beware of neglecting or turn away from the call of God. He draws you because he loves you. There is nothing you could do that will ever stop him from loving you. But he will draw you for a purpose. He'll draw you because you're his. You are his. So today my message title is Sold Out. Fully Persuaded. I am fully persuaded that Jesus Christ is Lord and apart from him I am nothing. Apart from him, I can do nothing. Fully persuaded. Even when I missed it. All the years that I missed it. All the years that I missed it. And even now when I miss it. God is a loving father. He will pick you up even when you missed it. Even when you messy and stinking. Stinking. Not stinking. Stinking. He will pick you up. I have grandbabies. When they have poop in their diaper and they're reaching up. Well, it's only one walking out. When he reaches up. I don't say, ooh, get your mama, get your daddy. I ain't, uh uh-uh. I'm picking my baby up. I love him, even when he stinks. There's some time, we act up sometimes, and we don't mean to. We get in the flesh. God will check your heart. Repent. Turn around. Come to him. Let him pick you up. Don't run from him. Run to him. He's a faithful God, a loving God, the greatest God. God the Father. Now, here is a known fact. I am confident in his providence. The providence is the sovereign care and guidance, divine. I am confident in his providence. And here's a known fact. Us humans, we want to be familiar and connected to greatness. And that is okay. There is something about wanting to be connected and familiar and in touch. And you want everybody else to know, I know this person. Look who I took a picture with. Check this out. Guess where I've been? Guess who emailed me? It's something about wanting to be familiar and connected with greatness. A few stories. Back when I was in middle school, I've shared the story, and I used to say junior high. I work with a lot of youth, and they were like, junior high? What is that? Middle school. Back when I was in middle school, my cousin dated a famous football player at a high school in town, Sexton. Then he went on to Michigan State University, and they were going to the Rose Bowl. And the football team, the starting team, came to my middle school, and guess what? My cool points went up, baby, because the running back back on the starting team of Michigan State on their way to the Rose Bowl knew Miss Chanel. He came to school like, hey, cuz, what up, Chanel? You know him? You know him? 
I was like, yeah, that's my cousin. I got to sit by him while he signed the autographs. I mean, my cool points went all the way up because I was sitting next to greatness. I went back 13 years ago. I went to the Oprah Winfrey show for the first time and last time I haven't been back. I went to the Oprah Winfrey show. I was pregnant with Jeremiah and because of the favor of the Lord, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but I was able to go up and call up on stage with two other people for the pre-show and I got to sit on Oprah's couch. That leather soft couch. I was on the couch. It's Oprah's couch. You didn't think I came home and tell people I was on a pre-show or the Oprah show? Y'all ain't got to see me on TV, but what I do know is I was on a pre-show or the Oprah show. And I sat on her couch. I was in touch with greatness. I wanted to go and share that. My son and my daughter-in-law, they're internet famous. And they were on the Kelly Clarkson show last month. People are like, oh my God, I seen your son and your grandbaby. They was on the Kelly, Kelly Clarkson show. Wow. There's a lot of other connects they're making because they're connected with greatness. People are like, wow, that is huge. Who is the creator of greatness? Jesus, God is the creator of greatness. He is the greatest ever known. How dare we pull back and not go and boast and want to be familiar and near to the greatest there ever was? Greatness. Are we pressing to get next to him? Are we okay with being more familiar with him? Or do we water it down? Do we whisper a little bit? That's kind of whack if you ask me. Because I ain't about to whisper about being on Oprah's couch. I ain't whispering about my kids was on the Kelly Clarkson show. That's great. That's good. But God, the greatest? Why do we water it down? Why do we pull back like it's a, not a cool thing? He's the greatest ever known to mankind. And that greater lives within me. He lives within you. Draw near. Never be ashamed of the gospel. Never be ashamed of recognizing the great I am that you were called to serve and belong to the great I am. Connected, close, familiar. Because if truth be told, while we talk about all these famous individuals and nothing's wrong with that, there is nothing wrong with wanting to be next to someone great. Because there's some people I would love to meet and can't wait to and believe it will happen. There's some people I am connected to. It will blow your mind if I told you, but it ain't about that. But the reality is we are all somebody who are really just nobody who was created by somebody who created everybody. We are all somebody who's really just nobody created by somebody who created everybody and for his glory. And for his glory, draw near to him and know that the greatest ever, the originator of greatness is God. And Paul talked about in Corinthians being unknown to the world but known by God. Chanel Henry, there's a lot of people that don't know me. There's tons that know Joyce Meyer and Oprah Winfrey and T.D. Jakes and Sarah Jakes and Joel Osteen. But guess what? I'm not known to the world and that's okay. I am known by God. There's some individual powerhouses. Some of y'all in the room today, some are in my phone. They're not known to the world, but they are just as powerful and mighty as your T.D. Jakes, as your Joyce Myers, as your Joy Osteens. They're not known to the world, but they're known by God, and I thank God that I know them. Clap it up for that. Who's in your circle? Who do you need to draw near to? It's some people y'all might need to get around so you can elevate on your life. Elevate your life, rise up on your life. It's some people you might want to get close to while the enemy making you think you need to shy away and duck and dodge because you're in fear. It's some people that you might want to get close to. 
and deny yourself a pride and fear. Just say, you know what? I want to learn from you. Or even just say, I've been watching you. Thank you for that. Even those in the body, we act like we got it all together because we show up for church every Sunday. That is a lie from hell. We need Jesus. We need to grow. We need each other. It's the teamwork that makes the dream work. And the dream is to live life in him abundantly. Growing, learning, gleaning. God is so faithful. Get familiar. Get familiar. Get familiar. Where is our boast in him? The enemy has blinded our minds or he would love to blind our minds so that we're uncomfortable when it comes to the gospel. Some people may come into a church and feel like they're not worthy or they're not good enough. None of us are good enough. That's a lie from hell. What he tries to do is to keep you from the truth so you can stay bound. And we Americans all together are just a trip. <laughs> we show up for the lights. We show up for the smoke. We show up for the prominent speaker. If Joyce Meyer were here today, we couldn't, she wouldn't even be here because it ain't big enough. We show up for the band. We show up for the stars. We show up for the fireworks. We showing up. Everybody going. Oh, everybody going. Let's go. But there are people that are broken, even in foreign countries. They show up for the presence of God. There's people, there's buildings and places and villages with lines wrapped around streets when they call for communion. Help us, God, that we draw near to you. The presence of God is so sweet. The greatest place, the most beautiful place in the presence of God. Fully persuaded. For those of you that thought I would never get to the word, I tricked you. Here we go. We get into the word. We show enough getting to the word. So, God, we serve a good God, fixed, fixed to be convinced is to be fixed on something. You ever heard of interest rates are fixed, right? They don't fluctuate. People have fixed income. My mother always says, I'm on a fixed income now. I'm on a fixed income. It doesn't fluctuate. It doesn't change. God doesn't change. Hebrews 13 and 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. God don't change. His love is the truth. His truth is love. Be anchored and know that he does not change. He's a loving God. No matter what you do, his love for you will always stay the same. He's a God that does not lie. He don't lie because he can't lie. He's a promise keeper. All the promises of God are yes. Why? Because he can't lie. If he, gives you, if he promises you something, you better believe it's coming through. Be fully persuaded in that. I'm honored to be able to stand here in the absence of Pastor Jerome and his staff on a retreat. God spoke to his heart. This is about the fourth time I believe I've been here to share. If Jerome didn't hear from God or if he didn't believe I could do it or didn't fully persuade me, I don't think he would have invited me. But he was fully persuaded to know that not only would I show up, but I show up on time. It would look pretty bad if y'all were still out here and they had playing it off on the seventh worship song. No. But God knew. Be fully persuaded in God being a good God. Learn to be anchored in him. My life scripture is Galatians 2 and 20. Let's go to Galatians 2 and 20. I have been crucified with Christ. Chanel died, finally died to self. <laughs> and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Of course, I'm alive, but I no longer run the show because when I ran the show, it was a hot mess. 
but I died to self. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, the life I now live in this earth suit, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I'm doing this by faith. Even walking up here today, having that knee issue, and by faith, God, I'm going to make it. You call me to it, I'm going to do it. If I mess up on the slide, if I forget a scripture, if I talk too long, too much, if they quiet, I'm doing this by faith because he called me to it. Pressing through, fully persuaded. You about to get on my nerves. Fully persuaded. There is a boldness turn up when you encounter greatness. There's a boldness turn up when you encounter mercy, when you encounter loving kindness, when you encounter the truth. There should be a boldness turn up. Thank you, Lord. I always ask myself, what took me so long? Running from the call, what took me so long? But now I get it. I'm here now. I'm here now. Romans 6, verses 4 through 5. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death. So baptism is an outward showing of an inward change. Going down in water, you're being baptized, right? So when I was baptized, I went down with him in baptism into death. I died to myself, and I wanted to do profess openly that I'm dying to self through the inner faith, and in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. For if we have been united with him in death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in the resurrection like his. Rise up. In a nutshell, that's what it's saying. Rise up. We don't just die to self and stay dead. We die and we're born again. Born again. Chanel was born again 19 years ago. The Holy Spirit, born again. I couldn't do it myself. I couldn't figure it out. I wanted to stop smoking weed so bad I couldn't. I wanted to stop cussing so bad I couldn't. I wanted to stop lying and exaggerating so bad I couldn't. I came to him like I was and he helped me. It was a growth and progress. Step by step, take baby steps. What is God speaking to your heart? Who is he drawing in the room? Baby steps, be born again. It's the old man versus the new man. The old man, hostility. <sighs> opposition. No, I'm good. Old man rejecting God. It's foolishness to reject greatness. If they told me LeBron James was in this building in the gym and said that he wanted to meet you, do you think, no, I'm good. I'm straight. That's foolishness. T.D. Jakes is coming through. He would love to talk to you. He heard you doing a little bit in the city regarding the gospel. Would you like to? No, I'm straight. I see him on TV. I'm good. That's foolishness. I want to be next to greatness. So the old man will have you to be hostile and opposition and separated and bound, war. Opposition, the old man, that was me, war. Ah, frazzled, pretending, looking good on the outside, hurting like a mug on the inside. I'm using a lot of slang today, but he told me to be me. I just called that like, oh, you hear that? <laughs> opposition, the old man, but the new man, when I surrendered and came to him dirty and stanking. He took me, and then the new man, I begin to grow and learn. Now there's new thought process, new mind, new insight, peace, the new way. A whole bunch of yummy, yummy, yummy. God is yummy. The gospel is yummy. This life in him is yummy. It's great. 
Thank you, Lord, for a life of surrender and all credit goes to God because the Holy Spirit is what does it, you all. Please get this if you're here today. It's the Holy Spirit that does it. You can't do it by yourself, baby. I couldn't get up here and preach by myself without the sound person. You wouldn't hear a thing. I couldn't present without the slide person. You wouldn't see a thing. The worship is togetherness. Thank you, Lord. It's the Holy Spirit whom the Son says free is free indeed. He will deliver you from the power of darkness. He will deliver you from the power of self. I idolize self, y'all. Lying. Lying. Swearing I had it all together. I was on my way to hell. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Mr. Intentional, he's a liar, he's a thief. Don't be bamboozled. Surrender should be our priority. Every day, even those of us that are in the faith, how are we surrendering on a daily? By the minute, by the hour. Surrender should be our priority. It's beautiful. God did not come to the world. Jesus did not come to the world. God did not send Jesus to the world to condemn us of our sins. He, Jesus did not come to count up all of our transgressions. Transgression is sin. He didn't come to count it all up. He would, he would have never made it to the cross. He would have shown up, still been counting. He came to cancel, to pay the debt, cancel, wipe out. That's what he came for. My beautiful sister Erica, thank you for being here. If Erica says, Chanel, you know what? You did a great job speaking up there. I just want to pay all of your loans. Your house note, your car note, I got you. You better believe when I see Erica the next day, I'm like, hi, Erica. I love you so much. Thank you, Erica. I'm going to tell everybody. I'm posting about it. I'm writing her letters. I might send her some flowers. Every time I see her to the day I die, I will never turn like, I don't know her. I would reverence Erica for that. Jesus came and paid sin, debt for your sin, your lifestyle of sin. How are we reverencing him? Are you fully persuaded that he did that? This ain't no fairy tale. You're wasting your time if you think it's a fairy tale. If you think that's what it is, stop trying. But if you know that you know it's not a fairy tale, turn up. Rise up. Dig. Go deeper. He's calling us to go deeper and further. Christianity is not something you audition for. You don't fit in a certain suit. How silly is that? I could never be a runway model. I'm too thick. I'm too short. But I'm okay with being who I am. Jesus died for all, not just those with rhinestones in the hat, not just for those that don't wear pants, not just for those that only scream loud, not just for those that only walk like this, being robot. No, he died for us all, black, white, Asian, Mexican, Hispanic, Chinese, fat, skinny, cute, ugly, smart, all. He died for us all. Why do we try to make like it's some suit you fit in? That is so whack. That's a lie from hell. Come as you are. Draw near. God is loving. He is good. He is only good. Why do we reject greatness? It's foolishness to reject greatness. People do it. I did it because of the enemy. He's such a liar. He's such a deceiver. Taste to see that the Lord is good. Psalms 34 and 8. And blessed is he that takes shelter, taste to see that the Lord is good. It's the real deal. God is a real thing. Jesus is the real thing. 
96% of the time, I stay away from drinking soda. Pop is what I call it. I stay away from pop, but when I do, there is a certain drink I'm going to go for because I just like it. How many of you in here drink Pepsi? Raise your hand. Ooh, Pepsi. I think it's just too sweet. How about Coke? Any Cokes in the house? Yep. I'm about that Coke. About that Coke life. Can you put up that slide? It's the real thing. Coke. Real life calls for real taste. For the taste of your life, Coca-Cola. That's what I would go for if I were to drink pop today. I just like it. It's Coke. It's the real thing. It's the real thing. It's the real thing. The taste of life. Think about that, though. The taste of life. Listen at this. Coca-Cola is the real thing. This campaign was a way of consolidating the vast changes being made to the brand as it entered the 1970s. Coke's then-manager heralded its new direction that responds to research, listen at this, that shows young people seek the real, the original, and the natural as an escape from phoniness. In the 70s, young people seek the real, the natural, the original, as an escape from phoniness. Why do you think young people can be swayed so easily? And it gets swayed easily by darkness because folks in the dark coming hard with it, they coming bold because they fully persuaded and they ain't fake about it, it is what it is. Why do we feel like we gotta be fake about this thing called God, this man who's God, who's everything, he's greatness. How much more in light should we go forth and be real so that we can draw those that are lost? The real thing. God is the way. Jesus is the way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the real thing. Taste and see that the Lord is good. He's so good. Can we go to that next slide? We got it. We got it. Real life calls for real taste. For the taste of your life, Coca-Cola. When you ask for it, be sure you get it. It's the real thing. Be sure you get it. God tells us to get wisdom and in all thy getting, get an understanding. Some of us are bamboozled because some people misrepresent the gospel. So people sway from it. They want to stay far from it because it's been misrepresented. When you get it, make sure it's the real thing. Make sure you're getting what you get. And if you need it, go to the word of God. That's where you get it. Go to the word. If you got to Google scriptures, maybe you're just, you're just, just frazzled. Your life is out of control. You're tired of sinning. You're tired of this lifestyle. Start Googling words, comfort, peace, guidance. Google it and make sure it's pointing you to the scripture so you can go to the word. It's the real thing. It's the real thing. Imagine in a season of racial division and national despair, the whole world gathered upon a hill sharing a fizzy brown drink. It might look like a picture of a renewed American faith. Buying a Coke was like buying the world peace and shelter in the early 70s. Check out this video. I'd like to buy the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow apple trees and honeybees and snow white turtle doves. I like to teach the world to sing. Sing with me. Remember this. I like to buy the 
From a turgid summer in 1971 through the terrible autumn of 1972, millions marched to stop war. Pain and hatred and misery. And where was the harmony, the sweet harmony? Where was it? It was in an ad break, a commercial for Coca-Cola. What's your advertisement? Your life is an advertisement. We live in a world full of misery, and darkness and deception, division, racism, murder, pride. Some of, the, some of this is in our own homes, in our families, in our backyards. What does your advertisement look like? Back then in the early 70s, like buying somebody a Coke was like buying them peace. But here we are, we know a God, we know Jesus who gave his life to buy us back, redeemed of the Lord. Are we going, are we fully persuaded enough to go and share with others that Jesus loves you? He can help you. The answer is Jesus. What's your advertisement? Go to that last slide. It's the real thing, Coke. When your thirst is on the line, there is no refreshment substitute for the real thing. That dude knew what he was doing for this campaign. There should be no substitute for your refreshment in life that will replace Jesus. It ain't a man. It shouldn't be a woman, not a relationship, not a job, not status, not titles. There should be no substitute for your life that will replace or could ever replace Jesus Christ as Lord. Be fully persuaded in that. It's the real thing. Hebrews 4 and 6. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. The Lord says draw near. Draw near to him, the throne of grace. There are places that you cannot approach a king. You will be, pers you will be executed. You can't even roll up on the president without them pushing you back. Right? But here Jesus is saying boldly, be fully persuaded. Come to the throne of grace that we can come to him. That is so powerful. I'm so excited. This coming weekend, I'm going to Fashion Week in New York. I have a passion for fashion. Like I said earlier, can y'all tell a little bit today? She got a passion for fashion. I'm excited. I'm going to New York, and I'm going to some high-end fashion shows where I can sit on the front row. I have a girl that I grew up with, and she's a professional model out there. That's why I'm able to get in some of these shows, Access. Then I'm with the organization. We blog and we put out stories and we're doing things in a community and we're trying to branch off and go a little deeper or further reach. And because I'm with them, I get to get backstage and I'm getting cop tickets because I'm going in for as media. I have access. I'm excited. I'm turned up. But because of, I have access, I'm getting into the shows on Fashion Week because of who I know and who I represent. You have access to the king. There's a place you will have access to because of who you know and who you represent. It's so unfortunate that people are missing out on access to Jesus Christ because they are in fear. 
out of ignorance or plain old disbelief. And they're wasting their lives fruitless, helpless, all because they are missing out on access when God is just saying come. The enemy will have them believe it's too hard. But the word says the way of the transgressor is hard. When I finally figured it out, I thought it was too hard before I uh, surrendered my life. And I was like, wow. When he says, follow me, he really will lead you. Or someone think it's, that you're not good enough. I wouldn't measure up. I used to think that I wouldn't measure up. I'm not good enough. I remember I had a cousin when I first had a concert, when I first got saved and put out my first gospel album. My cousin came to see me at my first concert. And she left. She said she put it to the parking lot and turned away. She said, I couldn't do it. I didn't feel like I was good enough to come in that building. It's a liar from hell. Those are lies he would have you to think. None of us are good enough. Come, draw to him. Don't turn from him. Come to him. Some would not come out of fear, fearing because they feel like they'll miss out on all the fun. I used to think that I won't be able to get high no more. I can't go to the club no more. I can't lie no more. I can't cheat no more. Once I surrendered, I didn't want to do any of that crap anymore. Don't let the enemy lie and put lies in your ear if he's drawing you, if he's calling you to go deeper, to go higher. You do matter. Your life matters. In Isaiah, it says, look to me and be saved. That's so easy. Just look to me and be saved. Look to me. There's some times I needed directions that didn't have it on navigation, didn't know the address. But my girl, like, follow me. I got you. And I'm following her. I had to look to her to get where I was going. Look to God. He'll show you how to get there. Look to him. Look to him and be saved. It's so simple. Con artist, Charles Ponzi, the get-rich-quick scheme. He's a swindler. He swindled millions of dollars from tons of people, getting them to invest in this product that he perpetrated to be putting out and that they would get a return on their giving, a return on their investment once they sold the product and there was never a product. What he was doing was giving the next investor money when the other investor gave money. The first pyramid scheme, Charles Ponzi. Then we have Susanna Hill, con artist, the lonely heart scam. In the 1940s, a 60-year-old mother posing to be a 20-year-old young lady with a fake pen pal. Tons of lonely hearts sending gifts and tons of money. She was pretending to be a 20-year-old young lady to give them attention, to give them love. And she was 60. Catfish back in that day. She was catfishing like a mug, right? Lonely hearts. Roses are red. Violets are blue. The date you mate, meet online, could be scamming you. <laughs> Just last year, $43 million, they had in a trial, in an indictment, that lonely hearts, elderly, were being bamboozled and scammed of tons of money for these fake catfish accounts being ripped off. They were convincing. These con artists convinced of lies. They gain your trust, and then they rip you off. Scam artists. So the root word in convince is con. That's where you get con artists. They convince you of lies. The originator of lies, the father of lies is the enemy, and he is a con artist, and he will try to convince you of lies just to rip you off. To rip you off of your dreams, to rip you all of, rip you off of your purpose, to rip you off of the love that you can have in your relationships. 
mothers turning back on daughters, fathers turning back on sons, sisters turning back on sisters, husbands turning away from wives. He will rip you off because he's a liar and he wants to bring division. Con artist, don't let him rip you off. You have purpose. You matter. Don't ever measure your purpose and your calling, your talent with someone else. I will be a fool to say I'm not getting up there today because I don't sound like Joyce Myers. They won't come like just Joyce Meyer. If only two of y'all was in here, I will be bringing it with this much passion still. Because I'm fully persuaded, baby. This is not a performance. I pray to God daily however he wants to use me. Die to performance. Die to approval. If you're fully persuaded, keep it 100 and do what I've called you to do. Fully persuaded. Are you fully persuaded? John 10 and 10, God comes to give life and life more abundantly, but it's the thief that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He is Mr. Intentional. Mr. Intentional. One of the greatest compliments I could ever get and that I get often is, man, you love the Lord. You are real about this thing. That's the greatest compliment. People could tell me I'm pretty all day long. People could tell me, ooh, you rap sweet all day long. Oh, you're a great speaker. Oh, you're a good mother. Praise God for all that. But the greatest compliment I could ever get is that I for real love Jesus and I got a relationship. Because, baby, that was not the story 20 years ago. It's the greatest compliment. It's an indescribable gift. So I want to go to this last scripture before I bring it to a close. 2 Corinthians 9, 13 through 15. Listen to this real close. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ. Do you know your faithfulness unto God will cause others to praise him? That seed. That is so awesome that me being real and being faithful and obedient, I could cause others to praise God. And then in 14, I'm sorry, and for your generosity and sharing with them and with everyone else, 14. And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you. Thank the Lord for people who pray for me. Thank you, Jesus, because I need it every day. Because of the surpassing grace God has given you, thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. How awesome is that? your walk, your light, your realness, your real relationship with the most high God. Imperfect because none of us are perfect. We all fall short. But just growing up and being bold and learning and being fully persuaded will cause others to go and praise God. Earlier this week, it's been years that I've overslept for work. It was late. This week, Tuesday, my husband woke up and went to the bathroom. Thank God he had to use it. <laughs> Chanel, it's 457. I have to punch in to work at 445. It's like, oh my God. Every night I go on my phone and I set my alarm to wake me up and I forgot to set the alarm. I got up, I brushed my teeth. I was already clean. I ain't lying. I was already clean. <laughs> Threw on my clothes, patted my hair down, grabbed my bag, and I was out. Punched in to work 20 minutes late. A coworker at work was like, dang, Chanel, you look rough. <laughs> You look like you just got up and snatched your scarf off. It's like, pretty much, that's what happened. Got in the bathroom and got it together. My husband was like, honey, you know what? You can set your alarm to be reoccurring and wake you up every day at the same time. You know that, right? Embarrassing enough, I did not know. But he shared with me that simple truth just so that I can wake up 
a new way of waking up, a simple truth, because I overslept. There are some people that are sleep on God. Their lives look frazzled, a mess. People in your household, people in your workplace, people in the church that you hang out with, they're confused, they're lost, they're broken, and their lives are frazzled, and they looked crazy like I looked when I walked into work. And God is desiring for you to just share simple truths with them in the way he created you, your personality, your gifts, your talents. How are you sharing so that people's lives, they're waiting on it. I didn't reject my husband telling me how to set my alarm. I would have been a fool to say, don't tell me how to wake up. I'm good. I'll be foolish. I received it, that simple truth, and now I don't have to oversleep for work. People are waiting. People we think that probably won't want to draw near. I thank God. I don't mean to put them on the spot. My cousin is here today. I thank my cousin for being here today. My cousin almost lost his life. He was airlifted on a helicopter to go to U of M. Headed. Death. And the Lord spoke to me in the service and said, get to him, you of him, and you minister the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if he will receive me as Lord, I will save his life. I ministered to my cousin who looked about 120 pounds at the time. He's always been a big dude. He received Jesus as Lord on that deathbed. He went from having heart surgery to not able to walk. They told him he'd never walk again. He went from having heart surgery to a wheelchair, to a walker, to crutches, to nothing, and to serving the Lord. And he's at church more than I show up. Cousin, I love you. And thank you for coming to support today. Simple truth, people are waiting. And it don't always take that. Sometimes it will take that. For me, it took Aaliyah's plane going down. I loved Aaliyah as an artist. I admired her. That plane came down. It rocked me, y'all. My life was hanging in the balance. I would drive down the road and think, if that car hits me, it'll be too late. God was calling me. But he used tragedy, which is so unfortunate, to draw me near. The Twin Towers, I was working out. Fitness USA back in the day on the treadmill and seeing the Twin Towers before my eyes. All those lives gone. The tragedy. God is like, baby, come to me. He will oftentimes use tragedy, unfortunately. He does not create tragedy. Just so unfortunate for all the lives. Just last week, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the other coaches and the baby girls. Tragic. Sometimes we think we have time and we don't. You can stand to your feet. We think we have time. That's a lie from the enemy. And this is not to scare anybody to come, but it's just to give you the real. Don't let the enemy talk you out of purpose in life. Tomorrow is not promised. I thank God for this opportunity to share truth today. He loves you just as you are, but he desires for you to go further and deeper. So I thank you for his comfort. I thank you for his love. And I just wanted to say this corporate prayer. Nobody will have to come up or anything. But I know that I know that I know that there are people who have never received Jesus as Lord. And all it takes is, first of all, you need to wonder in your heart, do you really believe Jesus died on the cross for you? You believe it in your heart and then you confess it with your mouth. It's a done deal. It's that easy. It's a gift. It's like giving you a gift. If I walked up, sir, and gave you $100, you would receive the gift. God came and gave us life. He, Jesus is a gift. Salvation is a gift. All you need to do is receive it. So unashamed and being fully persuaded, if you've never done that, 
You don't have to raise it high if you're ashamed. You should never be ashamed of greatness. But if you want to do that today and receive Jesus as Lord as your Savior, lift your hand up, lift your finger up, or just nod your head. I'm looking. There were many earlier. I see the hand. I see the hands. Praise the Lord. I see the hands. Hallelujah. I see the nod. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So right now, we're going to corporately pray all together. And please get connected after you do this. Make sure that you get connected so that you can rise up. It's a work in progress. So let's say the prayer collectively. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for life. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Forgive me for offending you. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth, you, Jesus, our Lord, forgive me of my sins. I ask you to come into my heart at this moment. And I believe that on today, I am saved by your grace, justified by grace through faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise him. He's worthy. It's just that easy. Keep the praise coming. They say the angels in heaven rejoice if it's just one. Hallelujah. So you better believe if you did that today. If the Lord spoke to your heart today, hold on to that because the enemy, he will come and try to remove it. He'll try to make you forget or tell you it didn't matter. He's a liar. And City Life has a podcast. So if you want to hear it again, go look it up on a podcast and listen to it over and over. It don't got to be my message. There are tons of messages. There are others that I've done, but get to the word. Feed yourself. Feed yourself. In order for us to grow, we have to eat, right? Something is wrong if we're not eating. We're sick. Something is wrong if you're not growing and digging in the Word. So God bless you. If you want to get connected, make sure that you hook up for connections. Um, the Get Connected groups afterward, they feed you. They have child care. But I love you. Thank you for coming. Jesus loves you. Go in power and crack the devil in his head because he's a loser. And we win in Jesus. We win in Jesus. We win in Jesus. We win in Jesus. So thank you so much for having me, City Life. I love you all. Be blessed. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelansing.com. You belong here.